AMA50KFUO Worldwide at KFUO.org. We are a listener-supported radio. I'm Gary Duncan. You're listening to the Midday Moments program. It's time for our moment in Scripture with Pastor Matt Clark of Ascension Lutheran Church in South St. Louis. Hi, Matt. Hi, Gary. Great to be with you. And we read through the uh, book of Colossians up through uh, and, and into Thessalonians, and we read up to chapter 3 in Thessalonians. Uh, what would you like to highlight in our reading? Again, invite you to read along with us uh, as listeners. Uh, we went through the whole book of Colossians, and again, Colossians, First Thessalonians, uh, all of these books right now are part of what's called the Pauline epistles. So these are epistles, these are letters that are written by Paul to a specific group of people. And I think that we really see that in these two letters in particular, that Paul's writing to a specific group of Christians in a specific city for a specific reason. And so we see that really come out in Colossians as Paul is writing to people who have been affected by, by false teachers, mm-hmm. people who are teaching something other than Jesus Christ. So false teaching is the issue in the book of Colossians. Then we get to the book of 1 Thessalonians, and it's a different issue. The issue is is persecution, persecution for the sake of the faith. So let's first look at Colossians. So we'll kind of get a a flavor of this. So Colossians, again, the issue is a false teachings. And so we read uh, Paul's words in chapter 2, beginning with verse 16, uh, where Paul writes this. Therefore, let no one pass judgment on you in questions of food or drink or with regard to festival or new moon or a Sabbath. These are a shadow of the things to come, but the substance belongs to Christ. Let no one disqualify you insisting on assertion of worship of angels or going on in detail about visions puffed up without any reason and a sensuous mind and not holding fast to the head with the capital H, we're talking about Christ still here, from whom the whole body nourished and knit together through its joints and ligaments grows with a growth that is from God. So you can kind of see what, what Paul's addressing. He's talking about people who are emphasizing things like what is eaten, food and drink, festivals that are celebrated, uh, and, and even angels, and messages from angels. So part of the false teaching that's infiltrated uh, the church in Colossae here is is. Jews that are saying, oh, you need to hold on to those things of the Old Testament. You still need to follow those dietary laws. You still need to observe those festivals. You need to do all of these things in addition to faith in Jesus Christ, right? And and Paul says, well, no, wait a second. These things are just a shadow. I like that imagery, a shadow of things to come, but the substance belongs to Christ. He uses, we've heard this in other chapters as well, we are dead in our trespasses and we are risen in Christ, basically. I'm paraphrasing here. But is that why he's using that language, too, to say, hey, we died from that. We're born again. We're, we're new creatures. Yeah, and I think especially when it comes to if our confidence is in that, then we're goners. <laughs> you know, right. if, our, if your confidence is in keeping the law correctly if or keeping these dietary rules or whatever the case might be boy you know there there's no life in that right there's no life in the law so the law is good the law is a good thing right uh, but the law doesn't save only christ saves and so all those things in the old testament that's that's not the substance that's not the the main thing this is a shadow right it's not unimportant it's still a shadow but the main thing the substance is is christ jesus so, you know, I think, too, Gary, yeah, along the lines of what you said, you know, I think just kind of a, a sadness on Paul's part that, boy, you're missing out. 
because the real life, the real new life, that new creation is in Christ Jesus and his fulfillment of the law. It's not in your, it's not in your following of the law. Yeah. So I think, again, uh, speaking against persecution, and again, I think, um, you know, even through the centuries then, even in today, there's been all sorts of different false teachings, right? Maybe it's, uh, you know, today we hear things like the prosperity gospel, you know, that if, if you do good and, you know, God's going to be good for you to you and bless you with material mm-hmm. blessings. Or maybe, um, you know, no belief in God at all. You know, it's really a false teaching, right? right. Uh, we hear that agnosticism, atheism on the rise here in America. So, you know, within the church, there's false teachings. And then even outside of the church, there's this, you know, blatant, you know, wrong teachings that, well, there's no God at all. And I think these verses remind us of keeping the first thing first, you know, that our head, uh, the head of the church, the head of all things, ultimately, is Christ Jesus. Uh, and Paul really brings that out, the, uh, boy, the, the, the what's of first importance, and that's Jesus Christ. Yeah. Well, that's just a flavor of Colossians, Gary. You're just kind of getting our toes wet, though. Uh, but we also want to talk about First Thessalonians that we got into, where it's, the issue isn't false teaching, but it's more persecution. And, you know, Paul really writes with them with sort of a, a longing to see them. And you can tell he just has a, a heart for them and wants to have this restored relationship with them, you know, because he's been apart from them, even while persecution has been happening uh, to the Thessalonians. Just to get a flavor, I think, of really Paul's heart, to get a sense of that. Uh, chapter 2, begin with verse 17. Paul writes these words. He says, But since we were torn away from you, brothers, for a short time, in person but not in heart, we endeavor the more eagerly and with great desire to see you face to face. Because we wanted to come to you, I, Paul, again and again, but Satan hindered us. For what is our hope or joy or crown of boasting before the Lord Jesus at his coming? Is it not you? For you are our glory and our joy. So Paul just recognizing that, you know, because of persecution and Satan certainly working through persecution, Paul's been prevented from being among them in person. And you could tell his heart just breaks because of that. Uh, but he says, even though we've been separated from in person, boy, my heart is still with you. And you're still in, in our, my prayers. And what the Lord has done in your lives and the faith he's given and, and your faithfulness is a source of joy for Paul. You know, and even on the last day when Christ returns, uh, to see those Thessalonians standing there being welcomed into to Christ's kingdom at the resurrection of the body and the life everlasting. So I think one of the neat things about this part of, of First Thessalonians is um, you just see Paul's pastoral heart, how much he truly does uh, miss those those beloved fellow Christians in the city of Thessalonica. And that's some of the highlights, Gary. And then the rest of 1 Thessalonians and then in the 2 Thessalonians even, when we get to our readings for next week, deal almost entirely with Christ's return. So I think some really important verses. Uh, verses that we sometimes hear at the gravesite when we have a, a committal in a cemetery. Um, but also verses that talk about, you know, the end times and some of those signs of the end times, you know, what what to look for, but also maybe correcting some mis- misconceptions about the end times leading up to Jesus' return. So we want to look at what we'll let Scripture speak for itself next week as uh, we look at the end times and what those are going to look like. Uh, these these books of First and Second Thessalonians, prime place to look to get a picture for what that's going to be like. Okay, so our reading will be next week? 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, 
through that book and then even all of Second Thessalonians. And then we'll even get into First Timothy a little bit through chapter 2. Yeah, it's a great time for our listeners to, to join us in those readings. Okay, sounds good. Would you lead us in a prayer before we wrap up? Yeah, I'd be happy to, Gary. Thanks. Let's pray. Uh, Lord God, we uh, thank you uh, for your preserving of your church. Uh, Lord, uh, your church faces different challenges over the years, whether it be false teaching from within or persecution from without. Uh, Lord, keep us steadfast in your word, steadfast in Christ Jesus. And, and even as we hear this word today from the Apostle Paul written to uh, a specific people with specific issues, uh, even still we know that these are words for us as well. And so bless our hearing and our reading of your word that we may take it to heart uh, and that we might uh, be strengthened in faith by the power of your spirit. We pray this in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Thanks, Matt, for being on the program today. Yeah, thank you, Gary. Take care. You can find us on AM850 here in the St. Louis region. We are worldwide at KFUO.org. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. Wherever you get your podcast, you can find us there by searching out KFUO Radio.